Welcome to The Odds Couple, a presentation of ESPN Chicago. The Odds Couple is brought to you by Circa Resort and Casino Las Vegas. The Odds Couple. Here's your host, Mike North and Carmen DeFalco. Welcome in your weekend. Time for another edition of The Odds Couple presented by Circa Resort and Casino. We're into August. Football is getting closer and closer. There was football on last night, although I didn't watch it without Aaron Rodgers and without some of the star players, but that's okay. Football's coming back. We've got lots of football to preview for everybody on this week's show. We'll do the AFC after we looked at the NFC's top contenders a week ago. We'll talk some baseball as the Cubs continue to charge. And big news, the Bears making news, Mike. They signed Yannick Ngakwe to a one-year, $10.5 million deal. Add that pass rusher they've been looking for. So, my friend, we have a lot to talk about, as always, and it is good to talk to you. Oh, Carver, it's great to talk to you. Great to talk to our buddy, Eric Ostrowski. Uh, the show ready to roll today. I mean, last week were two and two total. So, I mean, you know, it's the doldrums of, of baseball <laughs> of August. Uh, golf I've been doing good with because, you know what, there's nobody. I think I think my theory on this is the live golfers haven't left. Uh, there's been 11 different winners this year. Mm. Uh, uh, some first-timers the last few weeks. Uh, guys that have led from beginning to end. And, uh, you know, I hear about the golfers, Carb, that don't want to really talk about, you know, they, the money and all this. And then I see all these golfers blowing off like million-dollar purses for first place and mm. stuff like that. So everybody's doing well, especially we are, my friend. We're we ready are. to roll. We're ready to roll. We always are. We love talking football, and we've been doing more and more of that here recently as we start to give everybody a little preseason breakdown, both college and pro. Like I said, we'll talk about the AFC a little bit later on. Of course, our beloved Bears signing Gakwe. He was one of the probably I mean, the biggest free agents still out there on the market. Uh, maybe a somewhat polarizing player, but the one thing we know is at just 28, I mean, he's still young. He's a sack man. I mean, he'll come in and get a team 10 sacks. He'll probably be on a different team next year. But look, the Bears have not been shy about saying that they're still out there looking to add a pass rusher. They said it this week. We got to sit down, Yurko and I, with Matt Eberflus and talk to him Wednesday when we were up at Hallis doing the show live at training camp. And he sort of had a wry smile when we talked about maybe Justin Houston or Yannick Ngakwe. And here we are a couple days later, the Bears add a pass rusher, which uh, I do think they desperately needed. Oh, absolutely. Now, you know, he's got some weaknesses somewhere. Like you said, he's a little bit polarizing, but that's not the point. Maybe he's polarizing but he also probably has trouble stopping the run because, you know, as many mm-hmm. sacks as you get, are you getting pushed off the ball? Are you falling for the fake? Right. Are you going after the runner when the quarterback's got the ball? Uh, it's just one of those deals. Look, I'm good with it. Uh, you know, we needed somebody. They got him. He'll plug in. I mean, we've signed guys like Robert Quinn to three-year mm-hmm. deals, four-year deals. Sometimes it works. Sometimes it doesn't. So I'm good with the one-year deal. Um you know, hopefully they'll get better defensively. I've been hearing some good things from camp uh, that the defense has been yeah. dominating the offense, especially with Justin Fields having some issues uh, throwing the ball in other people's hands. Now, that might be because of the defense. Maybe they know the scheme and the plays and stuff. But also, you know what? It's got to get with Justin's first eight games are going to be huge this year. It's going to determine how this team goes and how his year is going to go. Wednesday was not a great day for Justin in the offense. I think uh, people that follow 
Buffalo Bears training camp are aware of that at this point. You know, we were all up there. All the shows were live mm-hmm. at training camp. And Yurko and I got to watch about the first half of practice, uh, the first team session. We saw the first 11 on 11. It was kind of uneven. Uh, there were a couple of highlights from the offense, but really uh, the defense, I'd say, won that portion. And then they broke down. Yurko and I had to leave to go do the show. When they mm-hmm. reconvened for 7-on-7 seven seven, and then another team 11-on-11, 11 11, it, it was awful for, by all accounts. I mean, the offense really, really struggled. And the worst part is that it was against the second team defense for a lot of it. Now, it's you know, it was August 2nd. You could throw it out right. and just try to get better. They're back at practice today. You hope that's the case. But look, it, we still don't know about Justin Fields, no. Mike. And, and th- this is a big year for him. I think you're right about the start where they've got some winnable games. The Bears are going to be favored in their first two games uh, in all likelihood. So it is an important start for Justin Fields. How he's 15, 18 to 1 for MVP, huh. I don't know. That's a little bit of a surprise. He should be 50 to 1, if you ask me. If you've but... lost nine nine games in a row as a starter, and you know what? Some of it was your fault, some of it wasn't. Doesn't matter. You're the quarterback of a team that's lost nine in a row. You haven't replaced the last guy because they put the stats up today. I saw it on Twitter. I, I think it was unfair to Justin that they didn't show his rushing yards. It's a big part of his game. Mm. But I also thought it was unfair to Mitch that they didn't show Justin's turnovers his first two years, which are astronomical. Yes. So, you know what? I think that he's got to prove that he belongs. I think the pressure's on him. He's talking 4,000 yards. Hopefully, he'll get it. Uh, but, you know, the talking with DJ Moore, I mean, you know, them being in sync, the media being positive towards him, that's one of the reasons that he's hyped like that. How can he have more votes than Mahomes? Uh, uh, Lamar Jackson, Josh Allen combined because mm, more it's all about wow. the hype. That's crazy. It is. I know the hype machine kind of gets rolling. You're right. And the Bears are a very public team. And uh, I remember. If this was any other quarterback, I don't see him. I don't see the love. I don't get it. I really don't. I got to see him do something. And you know what? I mean, it's people are coming to the realization. I mean, if they lose the first game to a quarterback oh, that yeah, people said wasn't worthy, that's why he's been sitting around for three, four years, plus he played behind Aaron Rodgers. There are only two and a half or three-point favorites yes. in this game. Correct. That's uh, not a lot, Carm. They're about a two and a half, three-point favorite. That is absolutely correct. The, the reports out of Green Bay camp. God, this is almost like we did it already. We're, we're insane, <laughs> we know how it? to roll, Mike. Is um, are we out of the, the the reports out of Green Bay haven't been all that rosy or pretty about that offense up there right now either. Now their defense, right. I think, will be Who's somewhat legit. Smells the smells the worse. Yeah, I mean, that's what good, we're talking about question. here in that division. It's a good question. I mean, we have the in football and in baseball on the south side. We're part of divisions that are hell on earth. Really? Yeah, a lot of questions. I mean, what's happening in the AL Central is is an embarrassment. I think the Twins at this point, we're into August, they're two games above 500. I'm happy that the Cubs decided to stay. We have some fight in this town. You know, I, Jed Hoyer's the first guy the last two years that I've said maybe they should do this, and he's actually done it. If the other GMs would have listened to me over the last 31 maybe Jim Henry would still be around. <laughs> maybe maybe a Mike Smith would still be running the Hawks. No, I don't no, know. no, no. Thank God he's no, not. I maybe Ted Bill. No, never. Never mind. Never mind. But all, <laughs> right. But all I'm going to tell you is I love the spirit of the team. Uh, uh, and if people would have gotten rid of Bellinger, if they would have gotten rid of Bellinger, I would have turned the table over Raging Bull style. Right. Easy yeah. To do it. And, and Burger, I'm beyond my, <laughs> gonna, I, I'm beyond it. You're going to bother me about a steak? I uh, can't believe they got rid of Burger because they got guys that should have been peddled, but they're, it's their guys. Well, it's I, their guy. I don't Nakata, think Anderson. Come on. I don't think anybody wants to touch Yohan Mankata. So I, I don't even know but that he's even tradable. But even for a, like a double A pitcher, is it? I don't, and they're I, starting him. 
They're praying that this comes back next year and they've just had a couple off years. They don't want to let go. They let go of the guy that had the most heart. The guy played second base for the first time, didn't make an error. I love the guy. I, you know, I'm And part, he's like a baby Schwarber. He is. A part of me is happy. Not a part of me. I'm happy for him. Oh, you know, may, be. maybe the Marlins get in the postseason, maybe the rest of the I watched you know, him the other night. He's flawless at third. Mm. I'm watching him at Miami. I, 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 I'm telling you. I, I love the kid. I don't want to say anything bad about him. Um, Why would the, you say the, anything the, bad you about can't. him? You can't. 25 homers. The Sox have too many guys that have the same profile. There That's their go. problem. Too much redundancy. They got redundancy. like 16 guys that can't run. Exactly. That are big lumbering uh, jack. But, big lumberjacks. But damn, I love the guy. He's so easy to root for. He's such a great story after everything he, he overcame. He looks like a 16-inch softball player. Totally. That's exactly what he looks that's like. That's what he looks like. Playing with you guys like... in uh, Forest Park or Park Ridge. I mean, that's what he looks like. I played at Clarendon Park back in the day. Yeah. I played guys from teams that had a guy that looked like that on every team. And he just, he gets up there and he mashes and he that's swings it. hard. And he just, he's, he's a great story. he story. plays hard. He runs through the bag. Um, he does the right thing. You're right about the Cubs and the spirit, though, oh, I right now. I, I don't know where this ultimately takes them. But, and, and you're look, once they got through last week, they won again on Saturday night last week. They weren't going to be able Bellinger's to trade anybody. 28. He's going to stay. I'm telling you, I'm predicting he's going to sign her. Okay. That'd be because, great for them. Because Hoyer's got that look the other day. Belly knows how we feel about him. I think he, he loves it here because he was in hell where he was at. You're right about the spirit of this team. They yep. do seem to kind of have that. Look, each of the last two nights, they were down early to the Reds. Ellie De La Cruz had a home run on the first pitch of the game. Hasn't mattered. Cubs rattle off three straight against the Reds. They take three or four. They're two and a half back of first place Milwaukee right now. Got about a 20. Milwaukee doesn't scare me, Carm. They no, don't I, don't, I don't think anybody in that division does. And, and the, oh, Cubs, well, the, the Cubs should have, since the All-Star break, they're like 14-6 and six or something. Well, and the Cubs still have the only positive run differential in the uh, Division Two, which is kind of, they're like a plus 79 at this point. And what a trade point. for Candelaria. Uh, yeah, that's a good trade. I agree. I, the first night he goes four for four. I mean, it's all falling into place the, right now. The Cubs' chances of making the playoffs, according to Fangraphs, are up to thirty-eight percent. So oh, they got a great weekend oh. now. They can put their skills on display against a terrific Atlanta team. And Max Fried is back for Atlanta. Well, that they that win game's one coming out up. Of the three, I'll be happy because Atlanta's a juggernaut. I made him Giolito look like a ten-year-old. Oh pitching, my God! Pitching lob ball to him the other night. Terrible. They yeah, they they, they they lit up Giolito. Max oh. Fried is back for the first time. I want to say in like two and a half months. He'll pitch for. Atlanta against Hendricks this afternoon as the Cubs open up that series against the Braves. Oh, Cubs. Hey, I want to talk to you about the wild card standings and how wild that is. I love wild card standings. It's wild. I printed them up. We can talk about it with Luke Pergandy when we come back. Uh, So we got more to do, folks. Don't go anywhere. We're just getting warmed up. We are the Odds Couple presented by Circa Resort and Casino. This is the Odds Couple with Chicago radio legend Mike North and midday host Carmen DeFalco. The Odds Couple on Chicago's home for sports, ESPN Chicago. Welcome back inside the Odds Couple. Mike North, Carmen DeFalco every week with you. Catch up on demand. The ESPN Chicago app, that's all you need. Have it on your smartphone. You can listen anytime, anywhere. You can catch up on all the shows, all the original content and podcasts like our great gambling podcast that Mike and I do for you each and every week. So make sure you have it. If you uh, want the Encore replay, that'll be over the air on AM 1000 and FM 100.3 HD2 this Saturday morning at 10, 10 until 11. We love being on early. So... Uh, let's now talk about another great free app, the PropSwap app. And we talk to one of the founding members every week. 
We're getting close to the start of football season. Uh, baseball hitting the home stretch here in a sense over these next six, seven weeks. Teams jockeying for position, and we want to talk about this wild, wild card race. So let's bring in the one and only Luke Pergandy. Oh, the second time around. <laughs> What's up, buddy? What's uh, up, bud? How are you, Luke? It's a great time of year. As football draws near baseball, you know, some call this uh, the dog days, but you got to admit with this wild card stuff going on and all these teams that are bunched up, I think it's going to be fun over the next few weeks. I mean, teams really can't afford uh, to take it easy. I mean, you basically have to hit the gas and go over these final seven weeks or so in the AL. Luke, you've got Tampa, Houston, Toronto, Boston, the Yankees, uh, Seattle and the Angels all within four games of the wild card. In the NL, you got San Fran, the Phillies, the Reds, the Marlins, the Diamondbacks, the Cubs, and even the Padres who have played better almost back at 500, all within four games. So you can look at this as an opportunity to maybe still buy sort of low on a team and see where they are come September 1st. Totally. Yeah, we've seen, (laughs) I would say for July, we probably sold, you know, or let's say June rather, you could uh, count on one hand how many Cubs futures we were selling. People just wrote them off. And now all of a sudden, the Cubs just come out of nowhere, get red hot. You know, we thought that Bellinger was going to get shipped. Seems like he's staying in Chicago. So the Cubs are all of a sudden making a little push here. They went from, we were selling tickets at 150 to 1, Cubs for the World Series. We're now selling them at 60 to 1 in like a three-week turnaround. So it's it's crazy. Yeah, there's no doubt that uh, they're worried about the Cubs out in Vegas. We better drop this as fast as we can. Mm. Plus, they sold a ton of tickets like they do every year before the season starts because the Cubs are such uh, a favorite team. How about yeah, the American? Teams, yeah. yeah, how about the American League? Let's talk about. You know, you got the Yankees in play still for a wild card. Yes, you, you got do. Tampa. Is this more of a scattered type thing? Uh, uh, teams that favored to win the World Series. Is there one favorite team? I know Baltimore looks like a juggernaut right now. They're saying they're going to rule the roost for at least five to six years if they get everything and nobody gets hurt. How are you seeing the American League right now? Yeah, so obviously you got Scherzer going to Texas and you have Verlander going back to Houston. Um, once that you know, acquisition trade went down earlier in the week. Uh, Texas got a ton of action. He's got a ton of action. Rightfully so. Like you add, you add the reigning champs. They get their, they get their workhorse back and Justin Verlander. And, you know, you had a, a three times Cy Young award winner with Max Scherzer going to Texas. So both of those teams, we saw a ton of action on this week. Once those pitchers went to those two teams. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I agree with you, Mike, like it's kind of a spray and pray approach right. to be the AL. Like I, I honestly forced to pick a pony, Tampa, Houston, Toronto, Boston, New York. Like that's super tough yeah. to pick one of those five teams. Honestly, I would just throw a couple of units on each of them how, and, and, you know, hope that the odds go down. How about in the NL? Like if I were to make the case for one, what's been one of the most disappointing teams, if not the most disappointing, maybe the second most disappointing after the Mets, and that being the San Diego Padres. But, you know, you look now all of a sudden they're with they're creeping. Thin, yeah, they're creeping, guys. They're like within a game of 500, as I mentioned. They've won 10 of 15. And I know they still have to jump three teams to even get that last wild card spot or four teams. But at 40 to 1, like, totally. you know, could, I, could you buy it right now? Yeah. Yes, I, I completely agree. Yep. I think that team just has so much talent. You know, Machado, Tatis, they got Bogarts, the Red Sox. Like, they are. That is a very, very talented bunch. Of course, Juan Soto, like really, really, you know, deep bench of of bats on that on that San Diego team. I, I agree. I'd, I'd be a buyer right now. So they 
We were selling tickets on San Diego at 60 to 1. We're now selling tickets on them at around 35 to mm. 1 in around a 10 day 10 day improvement. There so they're, they're hot. Yep, there you go. Uh, real quick on football. So we're into August. We look at some of the futures markets. You know, last week Mike and I were talking about MVP. We just brought up Justin Fields being 15, 18 to 1. Look, we're all hoping for the best for Justin. And, and, and I believe in him. I, I think he can get better. I hope he does, but we don't know. I mean, 15 to 1 to me seems crazy. Mike talked about it. He's got, there's more tickets on fields than there are in Mahomes and Burrow. And, and I get it. Sometimes you're looking for value, but I don't know that 15 to 1 is value. He should be 50 to 1. He should be in the territory that Jalen Hurts was last year to start the year, Luke. Yeah, I, I, I totally agree. I mean, uh, question number one do I think the Bears will improve upon the 3 and 14 record? Absolutely, yes. Resounding, yes. I think we have a legitimate chance to win the NFC North. Granted, the NFC North is not what it used to be, of course, the number 12 going to New York. But, you know, I think we'll improve. However, we made one improvement to the offensive line. We picked up that guard from Tennessee. Like, to me, that's not enough on an offensive line that was bottom five last year. So I just still, I think Fields will have a, a solid season. But if you can't protect them, like, you know, you talked about Jalen Hurd, that, that Eagles offensive line is one of the best ever. We don't have that in Chicago. So, like, I, I just still have my doubts about how much time he's going to have back there. You know what? I get a kick out of people, though, because, you know, we look at other people's schedule. We put down the W, maybe for the opener with Green Bay. While in the meantime, in Green Bay, they're doing the same thing, putting a W right. down for Chicago. Right. So, I mean, it's all nonsensical. Nobody knows what's going to happen in this division. I don't think I'm ready to stick my neck out on even the total on the, on the over-under for the Bears at 7.5 because the one thing I'm worried about is he runs so much or he reads late sometimes that he could get hurt, Luke. They could be on a roll, but he's, sure. he's running quarterbacks like have been hurt. I mean, the Dolphins quarterback, he gets mm-hmm. a concussion getting out of bed. Yeah. I completely agree. I, I, I unfortunately, I, I'm, I'm rooting for Tua, but I, I'd be stunned if he played the full season right. this year. He just had, had so many injuries last year. Uh, I, I completely agree. And yeah, look, like injury risk is absolutely a concern for a running quarterback. Um, the only saving grace, I feel like, with the Bears, our schedule is so easy. I think we have, like, the fourth easiest schedule. The only two, you know, uh, uh, games that I think that we will be – uh, a double-digit dog is Kansas City, and then the L.A. Chargers. Maybe we may be like an eight-point dog against the L.A. Chargers, depending on how much uh, how well they do out in California. But uh, we have a really easy schedule. That is that is definitely a, a saving grace for the Bears this year. Luke, we appreciate the time and the knowledge as always. Uh, we encourage everyone to go to PropSwap.com or download the free and easy to use app. Got some big golf tournaments coming up here. As we're uh, I think next week we roll into the start of the. FedEx Cup playoffs, BMW is going to be here in Chicago in a, in a couple of weeks uh, on the south side at beautiful Olympia Field. So those big golf events, uh, just perfectly tailor-made for Prop Swap. Make sure you have the app, everybody. Luke, have a great weekend. We'll talk to you next Friday. Thank you, Karen. Bye, Mike. <laughs> That's our guy. If Justin Fields wins the MVP, I'm making the declaration right Oof. now. I'll sleep in front of the studio Thank for you. one night. All right? In a sleeping bag, I will sleep in front of the studio. And believe me, I have a comfortable life. I don't need to do this. But that's how much I don't believe that's going to happen. I love All right? It.
Beautiful. And I and by and by the way, sleeping in front of the studio in a sleeping bag and looking like I'm in disarray, I'll probably get a free phone out of the deal. You probably will. Yeah. I love it. There the, yeah. the, the proclamation and, and has been made, everybody. Yeah. When we come back, we'll continue our breakdown of the upcoming NFL season. You know, we've done uh, a Bears slash NFC North breakdown a couple of weeks ago. We've done Big Ten for you. We did the NFC's top contenders a week ago. We'll look at the AFC's top contenders, some of the odds, some of the win totals, see if we could find some good value here coming up so don't go anywhere we got more to do we're cruising along we're the odds couple presented by circa resort and casino this is the odds couple with carmen defalco and mike north on espn 1000 Welcome back inside the Odds Couple presented by Circa Resort and Casino. Follow us on Twitter. You can get Mike at North to North. I'm at Carmen DeFalco. Catch up on demand all weekend long with the ESPN Chicago app. Listen anytime, anywhere. Encore replay on AM 1000 and FM 100.3 HD2 Saturday morning at 10. I'll run down the L tracks with a, ch- with a train chasing me. If he <laughs> Don't do me. that. <laughs> you get to make contact with that third rail. We're all in trouble. <laughs> Uh, let's look at the AFC a little bit. We did the NFC last week, the top contenders. This conference is going to be brutal. Uh, starting with the chiefs as the favorite at plus three fifty, all the way to the Browns at 18 to one. You've got, and the the rugged Jimmy G back that. Yeah, that's right. You've got nine teams with odds shorter than 20, 20 to one to win the AFC again, highlighted by the chiefs at the top at plus three fifty. Uh, you got Bills at plus 450, and then the Bengals at five and a half to one. Seven such teams in that boat in the NFC, uh, minus Jalen Hurts and maybe Aaron Rodgers and Dak Prescott. Uh, with the balance of power in terms of quarterbacks, certainly is in the American Football Conference right now, Mike. I mean, it is really, really stacked. I mean, top Justin to bottom. Herbert's like a hobo in that uh, in that conference. Isn't that crazy? Right. And they're hoping he can win 10 games. But you look at what you got to look at. I mean, even that division. I mean, you got got Jimmy G in there now, who's a winner. I'm tired, I'm tired, I'm tired of it. Justin Fields is going to win an MVP. Jimmy G stinks. I'm tired of the whole thing. Mm. I, I just see just disparity, I mean, of great quarterbacks in one conference. You're right, Carm. Yeah. If Justin Fields uh, could be anything, uh, okay, they got a shot in the NFC. But if you're something in the AFC, you may not have a shot at the end of the day because of the other six, seven quarterbacks. A very wise man once said, uh, Patrick Mahomes is worth three points just coming out of the tunnel. That Uh, wise man was Mike North. And... Well, like Michael Jordan used to be. Those teams, there's been guys that said when he ran on the court, they were up like five, six, nothing already. In in the... Preview and you know the buildup and all the work I've been doing getting ready for the NFL season. Yeah, I look at the Chiefs. All right, uh, eleven and a half is the covers total. the ills. Covers the ills for you, that guy. That, right, that's right. Three teams have totals as high as uh, eleven and a half. The Chiefs are one of them. Juiced to the over at minus one forty-five. Now they've won twelve or more games in each of the last five seasons, all with Patrick and Mahomes. And they lost people last year. They did. Their team. They lost Tyreek Hill, and it didn't even matter. Absolutely, didn't even feel it. That's how good he is. In my preparation. Part of me feels like with a tough schedule, uh, a real tough seven-week stretch featuring six games in their bye against, you know, two against Denver, the Chargers, the Raiders, the Eagles, the Dolphins, plus they've got to play Buffalo and Cincy again this season. Granted, they get them at home. They've got an awful rest disadvantage over the season's final seven weeks. I keep wondering, like, is this the year they don't win 12? They still go out and win 11, but you can cash on the under at plus money. But I'm scared to death to bet an under total against Mahomes, Mike. The story of the Chiefs is they got Kelsey. You got a few other guys. 
But the story of the Chiefs is Patrick Mahomes, that they're plus 350. That's a safe $100, folks, to put down on him winning the Super Bowl. I saw Tom Brady today on Twitter. Happy 46th birthday. Okay. And, mm-hmm. you know, he's holding up with his two hands, seven rings on his fingers. And I see, think someday the one guy that could challenge him is playing in the league now, Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. There's nobody else. He's got, he could go maybe four or five. He's got escape injury. But, man, I mean, they change players on him. You never hear him complain. He's calm out there on the field. Reed doesn't look like he's uh, had a sweat for four mm, years. Yeah, I know. I mean, it's all, it, it, they just seem to have that, that thing, and that thing is him. You, you, it's well said. I mean, it's a big drop from three fifty to the next. Uh, what's the next uh, favorite? Uh, the, uh, to win the conference, it goes Chiefs uh, three fifty, then Bills four fifty, and Bengals plus five fifty. That's a hundred dollar drop. It's those three. Yeah, that's a, that you know, I I just think that it's the Chiefs. It would be hard for me to put money down on anybody else in that, in and, that conference. And as much as I kind of feel like this might be the year where they don't reach twelve, I don't want to. Well, maybe bet they don't them. reach twelve, Karen, but that's not the point. No, I know. know. I'm just talking about for their total. Purpose. I yeah, get you. Right. Yeah. I get you. I can't do. I can't get to betting against the guy. You're no, right. It's just. No. It's it's ridiculous. I mean, there's people that will bet bet Dak Prescott before Mahomes to get to a mm. certain total. Come on. Mm. I I will tell you the team that I'm, oh, I I'm starting to like. Out of that, you know that. Yeah, the team I'm starting to like more and more in the AFC, especially with some longer odds. And I don't know if I like them to win the conference as much. You can get them at about nine to one, but I like their over, and that's the Baltimore Ravens. It sits at ten and a half. Me too. The over is minus one hundred five, so you're laying just a little juice. This is all about Lamar staying healthy. He's missed 10 yes. games the last two years, but the Ravens were 15-9 and nine straight up with Lamar the last two years. Just I can't three and name seven you five players him. on that team. It's all you about could. him. Well, he's he's special. Who do they got? Is Ray Lewis still with them? Ray Lewis is not, but they got Roquan. <laughs> yeah, well, you know what? Now, Roquan, he made the difference last year. For, for he down made the a huge difference for Absolutely. them over the final eight last but eight weeks. But you know what I'm saying. It's quarterback heavy in that where if you lose the quarterback for seven, eight teams, like Karim just said, folks, they're you're in finished. Trouble. Yeah, if you're Joe finished. Burrow went down last week, there were people loaded. There were people getting ready to walk in the middle of the street. It, period. It, totally. Totally. If Lamar's stays healthy uh and but i'm isn't hopeful that big if? it is because he's missed 10 games last and year he runs like justin uh, and he runs like kyler he runs like these guys i'm very bullish on their over uh 10 and a I half too. he's 45 and 15 straight up in his career when he starts but and finishes likes a game. to blow games Being well last year that was this, the case man that's Woo. right he blew two games going for two points i'm still mad about it because i get reminded of it if the coach can't cost you games and that's what that's the one thing he's got that one big that Super Bowl victory and he's been rolling off it but they got a, a chance here this year they to make some noise I mean, and I love what they did finally addressing some of the other deficiencies on offense they brought in Todd Munkin to sort of bring that offense up to speed a little yeah. bit as the OC they brought they in Odell stay, Beckham they were they were really I mean, they stayed. Just they, they didn't do a whole lot. I, well, I they love, didn't scare you. I love that they drafted Zay Flowers, the receiver out of Boston College. Like, they really tried to put They're going to go downfield more. I think you're right. And I think they tried to put better weapons around Lamar, yep. and that's why I'm pretty bullish on the Ravens. The Jets, you know, you look at uh, their I first six games. Game. It, it, they Their first six, it's a bear. <laughs> if they get out of that yeah. with a winning record, the Jets are going to be – Scary, and I think they'd be a good bet to hit their over nine and a half. But their first six games are Bills at Dallas, Pats, Chiefs at Denver, Eagles. 
Uh, I mean, that is you a know tough Greeny, start. My guy Greeny's jumped both feet in with Aaron Rodgers and Justin Fields. Good luck. Yeah. If you get one and one, I'll be happy for you, Mikey. Yeah, because right, right. If you tough. go one and one, he might be. Well, you know, he just wants the Jets to be good. That's it. He doesn't. Well, of care course, about he's like, else. like we want the Bears to be good. But and I know when you, it's happened before. I mean, you know, you can pick up a guy and get hot. But it, it you know, they're, they're talking about some of the pickups aren't as good as maybe the Jets think they are. So that uh, that yeah, AFC... what's the one receiver Lazard? They they were saying yeah. the other day he's he's okay. He's no knockdown well, guy. Well, he and Garrett Wilson, though, I'll tell you. I mean, Garrett Wilson now yeah. with a competent quarterback throwing him passes. Um, they, you know, um, oh, I'm blanking on How's from, their offensive line? Well, that's a good question. Mackay Beckton hadn't been able to play the last couple of years. I mean, uh, Elijah Vera Tucker got hurt last year. Like, if they stay healthy, I think there's a lot of talent on that line. But they'd have, they've had a tough time keeping their, their tackles healthy. I'm anxious to see how Aaron Rodgers, if he loses and starts – Maybe passing blame. That's the wrong town to do that in. Oh, you're right about that. He is going to not have the friendliest of media. They have gone nose to nose with great players. I don't care if, from Frank Gifford to Joe Namath at times. I Seriously. mean, it's a good point. Now, look, he's he's a, a vet. He's got some skins on the wall, and he might know how to handle it. But the pressure is different there. Oh my God! Especially and when you're the savior, right? If like, you have a three interception game, you better be ready to go. And if you get snotty over there. Because, like I said, they've had the likes of Dwight Gooden, Daryl Strong, some t- top stars of all time in those locker rooms that have been questioned and questioned harshly by the media. Unbelievable. You're right yep. about that. When we come back, we're going to uh, get some ponies from our good friend Jim Miller over at Hawthorne. Uh, we'll see what he likes for the weekend. And then we'll give you some best plays oh, before yeah. we get out of here. Don't forget, Mike's always got the bonus play with Carmen and Yurko every Friday. 10 o'clock tomorrow. At about one forty-five. And, yes, the Encore replay is uh, going to be on the air Saturday at 10. This, so. uh, this is such an excellently produced show, isn't it, it from America's sure Robert? is, yep. my friend. All right, when we come back, Jim Miller, he's got ponies. We are the Odds Couple presented by Circa Resort and Casino. This is The Odds Couple with Carmen DeFalco and Mike North on ESPN 1000. Entering the home stretch on this edition of The Odds Couple presented by Circa Resort and Casino. Mike North and Carmen DeFalco with you each and every week. And it's that time to get some ponies for everybody for the weekend. As Jimmy always says, let's build that bankroll, especially with football nearing. So we turn it over to the expert handicapper from Hawthorne Racecourse. You follow him on Twitter at Hawthorne Jim. And he's with us now in the Car X Tire and Auto Guest Hotline. It's Jim Miller. Jimmy! Boys, one more month left of thoroughbred racing. Then we go right into the start of the harness season, which will carry us through the end of the year at Hawthorne. So it's very busy, which is a good thing. And it's kind of fun when you have racing going on, kind of surrounding the NFL action. So gives them a nice way to just kind of stagger everything you're doing. Place a bet on an NFL game, stick around, watch some races, and make some money. Does the schedule remain the same then for about the next month through uh, the Labor Day weekend? Is it Wednesday, uh, Thursday, Sunday, Jimmy? Right, yeah. Wednesday, Thursday, Sunday, we will race live on Labor Day. That'll be our closing day of the thoroughbred meet. Then we'll start that following Saturday with harness racing. So it's literally 96 hours that we have to completely convert that racetrack and our backside. But we've done it a few times here. We're the only track in the United States that still does it. But uh, we've gotten pretty good at it, too. Yeah. I'm happy we have a great track like Hawthorne and with the with the uh, casino, also the sports book, excuse me, because you know what? I mean, racing in Illinois hopefully will get better down the line. Speaking of that, we also got select places. I saw the Oak Brook location on Twitter. 
uh, Jimmy, and I, I, I made me want to go out there, to be honest with you, and hang out. Uh, how those places doing, and uh, do they stay open till 2 o'clock, or do they close after the final race? What's that deal? Yeah, and I'll tell you, it's one of those things where they stay open pretty late for a lot of our locations because we want to cover as much racing as possible. So if racing starts at 10.30 a.m. on the East Coast, we're going to be open at 10 a.m. If racing at Los Alamitos ends at 1 a.m. on the West Coast, we're going to be open till 1.30 a.m. so you can cash those tickets. So our OTV locations are open day and night. There are a lot of great joint venture partners, so you can get food and drink, too. And there's hundreds of TVs at every I'm spot, at Los Alamitos so If you want to watch a game, bet horses, you can do that, too. If I'm at Los Alamitos at 1 o'clock in the morning, I'm chasing big It's time. Hawaii, baby. <laughs> you're chasing yeah, horses, you're chasing football, you're chasing everything. It's Hawaii. Like it's it's, the, it's oh, I got to play San Jose State on the That's money right. line. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Fresno State's kicking off. There I love go. it. Um, all right. Breeders' Cup is the next big event, too. That'll be here before we know it. That is the first weekend in November, right, Jimmy? Yeah, and that is coming up pretty quick. All the big prep races are right around the corner here leading up to the Breeders' Cup. It's a really cool event this year, guys. They moved the Breeders' Cup Classic two races earlier, so it's not the last race in the Breeders' Cup card. It's going to be a little bit earlier because it leads right into SEC football. So when you want to be on national TV, you want to showcase the marquee race, you work around college football. They're the big dog, and that's what they're going to do with the Breeders' Cup Classic and that's, this year. Isn't that something? And I think these leagues and these sports, uh, they understand it's not smart to go head-to-head with football, college, or pro, so you make the best out of it. So that, because of the broadcast partnership, they'll, they've moved it up a little bit, and they should have that good audience because they'll be going into a big SEC game. Well, and it's really smart because horse yep. racing learned a little bit around the pandemic because horse racing was one of the sports that returned actually before major sports. And they kind of grab some of those sports better. So because of that, you want to be able to keep those betters. And we've been able to do so at Hawthorne with having the sports book along with horse racing. But now, if you can expose a whole new group of people to horse racing, they can see the Breeders' Cup Classic leading right into that game. And with the ease of access of being able to bet with a phone right in front of you, it's one of the really cool things. I think racing made a very good decision here. Yeah, that's great. Good stuff. All right, Jimmy, where are we wagering then this weekend? So home cooking this weekend, boys, and for good reason. So we're going to have three horses to bet on on Sunday at Hawthorne. We're going to start in race number two and bet the six. Gallant buck across the board. This one's five to one in the morning line. Then in race five, we're going to bet the six Sawyer Fox across the board. This one four to one in the morning line. And then the big focus on Sunday is race number seven. Our high five has a carryover of $185,000. We're having a mandatory payout. So if you pick the first five horses in order, and it's only a 20 cent uh, bet to start with that, you get that chance at all that money plus the major pool. Horse we're going to key on top in race seven Sunday is the five. Mick Money will bet that one across the board. That one's six to one in the morning line. All right, so all races uh, here in the Hopetown track, Hawthorne for Sunday. The second race, the six horse across the board. The fifth race, the six horse across the board. And then in race seven, the five horse across the board. But you also suggest putting that horse on top and keying it with all the others. Is that right? That's right. Take that one on top. Maybe a couple of horses, the favorites right under that. And then spread out and see if you can get a huge score. Got it. Sounds good. Jimmy, thanks, buddy. We'll talk to you next week. You got it, guys. Good luck. Jimmy! There's our guy Jim Miller over at Hawthorne on the Car X Tire and Auto Guest Hotline. All right, as we start to put a bow yep. on this week's edition of the Odds Couple, where are we wagering, Mikey, for the weekend? I got one game, the Orioles under nine. Under nine. Under Just nine in Camden. I like it. Yeah, I, 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 they've been, look, the Orioles, I love everything about them. Uh, the uniforms, the park, 
uh, where they're at. I love, I love Camden union. Yards. I I've been there a few times. Uh, I, it's good to see them back in the mix. Good to see somebody different besides the Yankees yep. and Boston. They got so many good young players. Oh my God, they did it the right way. And uh, Brandon Hyde should be manager yeah. of the year in the American League. Yes. there's going to be. Well, maybe we'll talk about that next week. Yeah, too. maybe we'll. You want to do that? We can manager take a look. Manager of the year, yeah, for, for, for both sides of, uh, of of the ledger. He's done a great job. Uh, yeah, oh and last God, yeah. night, I mean, the Mar- the, the the Angels are going to angel. I mean, yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> Shohei and Giolito, my oh, God. Oh my God! I mean, he got his brain speed in. Uh, they might end up. Look, I don't know that they they'll regret it. They tried to make it look good for. for they had to. Joey, they, they had, had to. to. We're going for it, but uh, I heard the GM the other day. He felt so confident he's got to be deflated. I mean, Shohei again last night. Now he did have he's to come cramping up a he, lot he, now lately. He couldn't pitch after the fourth inning because he had some cramps in his hand. Drink some alcohol. Right, he had some soccer. Doesn't drink. The guy's perfect. Four innings, four Ks, one walk, no one runs. Then he leaves with the cramp. What did he do at the dish? How about two for two, a home run, two walks, a stolen base, two runs scored. Why are they pitching to him? And when they didn't, at one point, they did have one intentional walk to him. And then uh, Carlos Estevez, who was an all-star this year, hasn't blown a save all year, gives up a slam in the ninth, and they lose to the Mariners. The Mariners have passed them in the standings. I mean, it's crazy. And the sure, Orioles got a guy that's a stud that's a closer. What's his name? He's like, it's, he's, he's up for the Cy Young, maybe. It's um, I'm looking at him, too. I, I lost that drive Batista? Me crazy. Yeah, it is. It's Felix Batista. Guy's out of his mind. He um, throws 102 miles an hour. He throws. When he's not even he's not even uh, sweaty. He throws uh, ridiculously yeah. hard. Yeah, it's Felix Batista. He's a monster. Yep. He was great last year. Can't, remember, um, I can't believe I remembered that. Anyway, I'm going to go Angels tonight. I think Good. they bounce back. It was really ugly and disappointing, but they're even money in Game 2 against the M's tonight. They're at home. Reed Detmers is going to the hill for the Angels. He's been very good at home this year. If you look at his splits, uh, you definitely favor him when uh, when he's at home. Uh, M's have been a little bit worse than league average against left-handed pitching. Hey, I know that was deflating, to, but I think the Angels are bounced back But don't tonight. you think if you're the M's but you're chasing Houston and Texas, that's a legitimate reason to sell? That's a tough league. I, it is. It is. Yeah, they I mean, they, they, they were, traded I mean, their they closer. Were right there, but you're chasing those two teams. I my know. God. It's tough, and they traded their closer. <laughs> yeah, and that's that. That is that. When you're when you think of what the Rangers added and just how good they've been. I I'm going to get both. Phoebe got the Cubs over 77 and a half, and I'm over oh, 82 and a half with good. Texas. You're going to look good. I feel good. You're going to look good on both of those. Uh, thanks to uh, our great producer, Eric Ostrowski, as well, always. Double, good double, Eddie. I call. Yes, double, double is right. Yeah. Thank you to Jim Miller and to Luke Pergandy for joining us, as always. And most importantly, we thank everybody for listening. We'll have more NFL stuff for you next week. We'll Mike, be up soon. Yes, uh, podcast will be up. Don't forget, Mike's going to have the bonus play, as he always does on Fridays yeah. on the Kermit and Yurko Show. That'll come your way at roughly 145. So until next week, uh, we bid everyone a fond uh, farewell. Have a great weekend. Mikey, enjoy uh, all the action this week. Happy wagering, and we'll see you again next Friday. So long, everybody. This is The Odds Couple on ESPN 1000.